Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you have autoimmune disease or cancer and in a way that you never thought possible. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. This is the Grateful Warrior Podcast and I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love, happiness, and laughter. So let's get started. Well, hey there, my Grateful Warrior, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm sharing the top seven reasons why I found that gratitude may not be working for you and why you can't get gratitude to stick. And if you're experiencing even two of these seven things that I share today, then chances are it's probably time to start flipping gratitude upside down so that it can start working for you. The good news is that I also want to give you hope. So alongside of these top seven reasons why it's not working, I'm going to be sharing what you can do instead that you can start turning this around. So before we begin, be sure to head over to pinkfortitude.com slash quiz and find out how much gratitude and grit that you have. This is a fun two-minute quiz, and it will reveal your gratitude personality. And then when you get your results, you're also going to receive resources on how to get started and deepen your gratitude practice, and they're going to be customized just for you. So also be sure to hit the follow button where you're listening to this podcast and tap those five stars and leave a great review because it would mean so much to me to hang out with you every week and because it will help to get this brand new podcast and our wonderful message out to more Grateful Warriors. Before we begin and dive into the episode, uh, quick happenings at the Bertone household. So Aiden is officially graduated from high school, and he is off to his summer job at a summer camp. So he's gone all summer and then off to college. So I think we're officially empty nesters. So if there's any empty nesters out there, feel free to let me know what you guys are up to. Yeah, it's kind of a fun journey. You know, I told him, I said, we will never stop being your parents but we're done parenting. Like it's time for you to just go out there and do the best that you can with what we've given you, make good decisions, make bad decisions, learn from all of them, hopefully more good decisions than bad. Right. But it's like, you're on your own kid. This is life. You're an adult. You've got to figure it out. We're always going to be there for you, but this is your time to learn and grow and shine. So yeah. So welcome to empty nester world. And then, oh, and Hannibal turns to, I think tomorrow by the time this drops. Yeah. So our empty nester replacement, of course, is our pug puppy Hannibal. You can follow him on Instagram at Hannibal Pug Club. So anyway, yeah. So before we get started, I do and jump into this. I do want to share kind of a disturbing fact with you. And when the women join my community, I have this just a really quick survey that I like for them to fill out just to kind of get a feel for, you know, kind of what you're going through and really a chance to just kind of get to know you a little bit better. And 75% of the women, when they join my community, say that they love the concept of gratitude. They've even tried it. They just can't get it to stick. That very fact when I realized that, I just paused everything I was doing. And the late, great Wayne Dyer said that if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that quote is just so profound on so many different levels. So why is this happening? 
why do so many women come into my community with cancer, autoimmune, other types of health struggles or challenges and struggle so much with starting a gratitude practice or even getting it to stick? So I had to change the way that I looked at gratitude so that I can help you change the way that you look at gratitude because the old way wasn't working. So I swam upstream to find the root cause. And yes, I crunched some numbers and analyzed the data. And yes, I jumped into all the science. But more importantly, I listened. And I listened to your stories. And I asked myself, what is the common thread? So today I'm sharing the top seven reasons why I found that gratitude may not be working for you and what you can do instead. So let's jump in. All right. So number one is negativity bias. Now, negativity bias is like a fancy schmancy sciencey word. And it basically means that our brains are wired for negativity. Dr. Rick Hansen, who I absolutely adore, he's done studies that show that 80% of our thoughts are negative and 20% are positive. So in a simplistic state, this is our brain doing its job. Our brain is supposed to keep us safe and our brain's supposed to look out for threats. And Dr. Rick Hansen describes it like our brain is Velcro for the negative and Teflon for the positive. Like it is its default state. So you add into that the fact that the world is just so over the top extra right now with all this negativity and it's been compounding the last few years. Like let's get real. And it's not just the negativity in the news. When something happens, we are now at a state where the default state is to take sides and be divisive. And then we've got the health challenges that we're dealing, right? You've got fatigue and pain and migraines and walking farts and medical bills and strained relationships and like all of the big things that come with these big diagnoses, right? We're not giving our brain a fighting chance. Negativity breeds negativity. And when it's all around you 24-7, no wonder gratitude doesn't stick, right? So what can you do instead? So first of all, take a step back. And take an honest assessment of how you view the news, scrolling Facebook, talking to people in your world as it relates to the stuff going on. Does it give you energy or does it sap your energy? And be honest with yourself. It is totally fine to be passionate about a cause that's near and dear to your heart. Like that's why we're human. We get passionate about things that we are passionate about, right? And it's also very human to feel sadness and empathy when a tragic event happens. But at what cost to your health? Is it important for you to sit down and watch the news and just let it all sink in? Or can you just catch a few headlines and just let it go? Is talking about it or getting worked up about it with your friends and your family or with what people are saying on social media, is it worth it? Like, I'm not just talking discord. I'm not talking about the people that you disagree with or are on a different side. Even if you're on the same side as someone and you agree with someone, is it worth having all those conversations that sap your energy? And only you know that line. So if it's giving you energy, then you're good to go. If you're like, man, I'm just drained and exhausted with all of this, then maybe it's time to turn off the news or take a break from that friend on Facebook. Or if you're in a conversation, it's totally okay to interrupt and say, hey, you know what? I know there's a lot going on right now with fill in the blank with the situation, 
I'm still processing this. So let's focus on something else and then just change the topic. How's everything with dot, 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 you know, to something that they want to talk about. All right. So this is the perfect segue to number two. And number two, the second reason why gratitude isn't working. We are in a constant state of stress. This is a sympathetic nervous system. This is our fight, flight, or freeze response going into action. Stress causes inflammation in the body. And over time, if that stress or that inflammation isn't minimized, then it can form a disease state. And it's not just stress like, oh, I'm stressed out, stress. Like you add in things like increased amounts of sugar, surrounding yourself with environmental toxins, not getting a good night's sleep, not exercising, and then add in, you know, traumas past or present. And then that stress state and that inflammation, it just compounds. But here, listen up, man. This is where it gets really wonky, okay? Our body is always looking for that state of what's called homeostasis. Our body wants to be comfortable. It's how it conserves uh, glucose and energy. Our body wants to be comfortable. And when we lead our body down that path of stress and of inflammation, it quickly decides that it wants to be comfortable there. So just like negativity breeds negativity, stress breeds stress. And then there's no room for gratitude until you break the cycle. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out, and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restrictive protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're going to walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results, and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com. And what's my best favorite thing of all time to break that cycle? You guessed it. It's gratitude. Ding, ding, ding. All right. So how does gratitude break the cycle? Gratitude, all the science proves that it helps you to get out of that stress state and up level to the parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest. And this is why the science points to the benefits of practicing gratitude. Things like better sleep, decreased anxiety, and it's all about reversing the cycle. All right. So number three, the third reason that gratitude may not be working for you, for lack of a better word, let's call it body betrayal. And if you're listening to this and you don't have a health challenge, just stay with me. You might pick up some gems, even if this doesn't directly apply to you. 
but this was really big in my community for the women with health challenges with their coming in with cancer or autoimmune disease, or even really sick and not diagnosed yet. And there's going to be a lot to unpack on this one. So first and foremost, the average for the women, when they come into my community that they say it takes an average of eight to 10 doctors for them to get a diagnosis, sometimes even more. So we are starting off with a level of frustration before we even know what's going on. And then from the moment that you're in that doctor's office and they give you the diagnosis and they say, you have dot, dot, dot. This is like a switch in your brain and your body that instantly wants to start playing defense and start fighting against the breast cancer, the ovarian cancer, the Lyme disease, the lupus, the fibromyalgia, whatever it is, whatever that big diagnosis is. And at that moment, a piece of us gives our power away to our doctor for that fight. And with those words, you have, we then instantly take on the identity of someone who is sick. And one of those first thoughts that you probably have is, how can my body have betrayed me like this? And then maybe your next thought or a soon thereafter thought, how can I fight this? All right, so let's do the math. You've got frustration with the diagnosis in the first place. You've got body betrayal, giving some of our personal power away over to our doctors. And then typically what I see is one of three responses to either completely give up and say, this is how it's supposed to be, to live in a state of fear and anxiety, or to soldier through it and say, you know what? I'm staying strong, staying positive. I'm fighting through this. All right. And and you know, there's a lot to unpack with this one. Right now, I'm going to share two ways that gratitude can help break the cycle. And then I'm actually going to dive deeper into this in a future episode. So be sure to hit the follow button where you're listening to this podcast so that you'll know when the new episodes are released. So first is to really stop looking at your body like it's betrayed you and start looking at it like your body has given you a wake-up call and be grateful for that wake-up call. All right. So for example, when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I was 39 years young. And of course I was searching for answers. I mean, who is quote unquote healthy and gets breast cancer at 39? My doctor told me that lightning struck my body and I needed to hear that. Like I needed something to hang on to. And I accepted it at the time because I needed something to make sense. But over the years, I realized that the factors such as working in a high stress management job, Drinking six cans of Coca-Cola in addition to a high sugar, zero fruit and veggie diet and all of the other things. This wasn't my body betraying me. This was my body telling me I need to make some serious changes in my life. You know what? That switch, that switch was monumental. That switch was my gift. All right. So second and in line with the first is to make that switch of working against to working with. So this isn't just about your body, but also your doctors. Now, one of the students in my program, she's going through treatment and she had a history of a lot of fear with her doctors, but she is now in a place where she's partnering with her doctors. She speaks up for what she wants. She has confidence to have a voice in her own treatment. That is powerful. That is huge. All right. So the fourth reason why gratitude may not be working for you 
is what I call it's an imbalance of an overflowing plate and an empty cup. All right. So you add up the first three reasons. So you've got negativity bias, you've got stress, you've got body betrayal. Plus, as women, we're typically the caregivers to spouses and children and parents and neighbors and community and all the things, right? This adds up to an overflowing plate. Too much going on and not enough time, not enough energy to handle it all. And then that leads to the empty cup. So you know the old saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. We have completely depleted ourselves. The good news is that to fix this, all you need to do is reverse the process. Start emptying your plate and filling your cup. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's a lot easier to say than it is to do. I get it. I get it. I get it. So, all right. And you've heard me say this before, but outside of the Bible, I believe the best life advice ever is from Kenny Rogers. No one to hold him, no one to fold him, no one to walk away, no one to run. And this is done by saying a hard yes or a hard no. Am I saying yes because I feel obligated to this or because it lights me up? And then what can I say no to? The majority of the time when these decisions come in, we respond immediately. Something happens, like we feel like we have to respond right away. But the majority of the time, you don't need to. Take a minute and think about it. Take a day. Take a moment. Is this a hard yes or a hard no? Does it empty your plate and fill your cup or does it fill your plate and empty your cup? Right? This is the difference between having a life that is full and having a life that is fulfilling. And that, my friend, is clarity. And when we live in a place where we have that clarity, where we are filling our cups, it allows for things like love and happiness and gratitude and joy and all the wonderful things to fill us in abundance. All right. So the fifth reason why gratitude may not be working for you. And let's just call it the elephant in the room. This is mindset. And the mindset piece is often either overlooked or it's the last to be addressed. So let me explain. When you're faced with a diagnosis or, you know, as you're on this journey, there's probably a point in time where you're going to be like, you know what? No more. And then you decide to make some changes. So nine times out of 10, those changes start with nutrition, minimizing sugar, eating more fruits and veggies, maybe even going gluten free, whatever that protocol is, but nutrition is typically first. And then maybe you decide I'm going to reduce the toxin load in my home and then do more exercise or more movement as you gain some energy back, right? It is a natural progression. And if you're doing all the things, I absolutely applaud you and congratulate you for taking these big, bold steps to improve your health and keep doing them. But the mindset piece is it's either usually last to be addressed or just ignored altogether. And I did it this way. I completely ignored the mindset piece. I completely ignored the fact that I needed to swim upstream and get to the root cause of all these emotions. And I learned a huge lesson by putting this last. And you don't need to make the same mistakes that I did. You don't have to do the same thing. You see, with these big diagnoses come very big emotions, the fear, the anxiety, the anger, the betrayal. It's important to experience these very raw and very real emotions, to be in the feels, to understand these big emotions are all a natural part of being human and very natural after these big diagnoses. But at some point, it's time to acknowledge that these emotions have done their job. It's time to move on. 
So how do you flip this? All right. The good news is that gratitude and negative emotions cannot occupy the same space in your brain, even for just that moment in time. So utilizing mindset practices, as I call swimming upstream and addressing those emotions at that root cause are a gentle way to soften the blow of these big emotional events that are going on in your life. And things like meditation and prayer and breathing exercises, sitting in the silence, going out in nature, even gentle activities like yoga or Qigong, and of course, gratitude. So when you start incorporating these mindset practices, it actually starts to create space in your body and your mind. That brings us to number six. Number six, you have no space. All right, what does that mean? (laughs) This one is actually as crazy as it sounds. This one is my students' favorite lessons in the gratitude lab. So I'm just going to give you a brief overview here of what I mean. And when you combine everything that I've talked about so far in this episode, it's a lot, right? But the reality is that so many of the women that I work with, like this is where we're at. There is so much noise going on around us. And then we've got our health and family and stress and finances and the negativity in the world and all of the things. It's like an inverted pyramid or not inverted pyramid. Yeah, I guess an inverted pyramid. I was thinking inverted iceberg, same thing, right? Upside down, right? It just keeps growing and growing and compounding and it just becomes too much and too heavy. And you feel like there's a weight on top of you that you can't move. You can't breathe. You feel like there's no space in your body or your mind or even your your overall being, in your schedule too, in your day. There's no space in your day. Gratitude is that space that you can go to in between all the noise. And incorporating these mindfulness practices that I just talked about, it's going to help to make that space bigger. All right, so let's recap before we jump into the last one. The first six reasons that gratitude may not be working for you. Number one is negativity bias. Number two is stress. Number three, body betrayal. Number four, overflowing plate versus empty cup. Number five, ignoring mindset. And then number six is no space. And then finally, the seventh way or reason that gratitude may not be working for you. And you've probably heard me say this before, is that we think practicing gratitude means making a list of three things you're grateful for, because that's what everyone says. And that's what all the experts recommend. And that's where even I started. But if you're experiencing even two of the things that I've talked about here so far, chances are that list of three things is probably not going to work for you. And that's what I keep hearing over and over and over again in my community. And why is that? First of all, you need to meet gratitude where gratitude is at and let gratitude meet you where you're at. And if you're in that place in your life where you really feel like it's deep and it's dark and it's heavy. It's going to be extremely difficult to make that list of three things. And then all of a sudden just switch on gratitude. You're going to feel a little gratitude in the moment, but then it's probably going to be fleeting. And if it doesn't stick, there's a big reason behind it. There's a reason that it's not working. Too many people look at gratitude as an action instead of looking at it as an internal state of being. And until you can start addressing some of these things that I just talked about, and with those actions of practicing gratitude, it's going to be difficult to get gratitude to stick. And yes, the action of practicing gratitude is necessary, but if you're in this state, it's going to require some more internal work. And the good news, 
the good news. The only thing standing in your way, a little tough love here, is you. The only thing standing in your way is you. And all it takes is one decision. To make a commitment. To look at this from a different perspective. And yes, I teach a personality-based approach to gratitude to help you start and grow your practice based on your strengths and in a way that'll stick from the inside out. But at the end of the day, you still have to do the work. I'm here to help you wrap that inner resilience that you already have inside of you, but you have to unwrap it, right? We're going to start flipping gratitude upside down and start looking at it from a different perspective. Because when you're in that place where you feel like it's just too much, like you can't handle anything else, like you're just done and tired. And one more thing on your to-do list is going to feel impossible. But when you learn to approach gratitude from a totally different perspective, that's when the magic happens and things are going to start to shift for you. And that's when you can feel that space open up and breathe a little easier and let gratitude in. So I know this is a lot to cover and chances are you can probably relate to at least two of these. So hit me up on Insta or give me a DM or tag me. Let me know. I'm here to be your gratitude coach and your mentor. And I'm super excited to be on this journey with you and to really help you flip gratitude upside down to go from being that grumpy warrior to the grateful warrior. I want gratitude to just help you. I just want you to help start changing your life from the inside out with gratitude. So be sure to take the quiz, how much gratitude and grit you have. And you can find that at pinkfortitude.com slash quiz. And the link is also in the show notes. And then finally hit the button where you're listening and tap those five stars and leave a great review because we want to get this message out to so many more wonderful people and so many more grateful warriors. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Grateful Warrior Podcast. It's been so great to hang out with you this week and I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restrictive protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're going to walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results, and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download this series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com.